Hello and welcome to the BNP Paribas Markets 360 podcast. We cover the topics that matter from the global economy to market strategy. Hello, I'm Jason Lui, Head of East Asia Strategy, and I'm joined by Zhu Wang, Head of Greater China Ethics and Rates Strategy, to discuss the impact of renminbi weakness on Chinese equities. It is Friday morning in Hong Kong on the 13th of May, 2022. Hi, Zhu. Can you please share with us the drivers for renminbi weakness in 2022? Thank you, Jason. The RMB's weakness in 2022 is largely driven by cyclical factors. First of all, a significant portion of China's interest rate curve has traded through the U.S. rates curve, and we think the trend is not over. Q2 and Q3 could see extreme monetary policy divergence between the U.S. and China. Nominal rates differential points to higher dollar RMB spot. Even the real rates tide is turning. U.S. CPI probably has peaked. In contrast, China's CPI is suspected to be lowest in Q1 and gradually rise going into Q4. Carry compression starts to result in portfolio outflows from China. Foreign investors have been overweighting China assets for the past two years, and some of the positions are sensitive towards yields differentials. Meanwhile, China's exports also started to slow, and exporters could choose to hold dollar due to weak growth expectations. In contrast to the 2015 RMB devaluation, which was largely driven by corporate FX leverage and external debt unwind, this round of outflows have been largely due to foreign portfolio outflows. We expect FX policy to be more market-oriented this time, given that there's less need to protect local corporates. The recent 1% cut in the reserve requirement on FX deposit is very mild and only aims to prevent one-sided moves in our view. Do you think a weakening renminbi is good or bad for China's macro policy? There have been some major fundamental changes since the August 2015 RMB fixing reform. First, the ranges of both bilateral and trade-weighted exchange rates have become much wider. Second, the central bank has not routinely intervened in the FX market since 2017. As China's base money supply is no longer linked to central bank FX intervention, monetary policy independence has significantly increased. Thirdly, Chinese private sector's net foreign liability has dropped notably since 2015 and become more RMB denominated. As corporates have excess dollar liquidity on their balance sheets, a weaker RMB should be positive rather than negative for most of them. Weaker RMB could eventually help to loosen China's monetary condition, along with less positive real rates. The RMB's CFS index and absolute real rates are still restrictive for growth. More easing via FX and rates is needed. Hence, a weaker RMB is not a constraint for further PBOC easing, in our view, the currency is turning into a risk observer. 
While the recent renminbi weakness bears some resemblance to the 2015 devaluation cycle, during which the Chinese equities fell more than 10%, we believe the equity reaction function could be different this time around. Unlike the corporate-driven capital outflow in 2015, we have observed a moderate rebound in the foreign holdings of China Asia's through the northbound Stock Connect trading scheme since late March. Despite near-term headwind due to COVID lockdowns, we expect the Chinese equities to fare better than the previous two renminbi depreciation cycles in 2015 and 2018, as renminbi weakness, along with lower real interest rate, will play key roles in easing financial condition and supporting growth along with other stimulus measures. Thanks, Ju, for joining me today, and thank you, everyone, for listening. This communication does not constitute research, a recommendation, or any form of advice from BNP Paribas or its affiliates. It does not consider your financial circumstances or objectives, and it may not be suitable for you. It should not be copied or reproduced in whole or in part.